0: everybody thank you for listening i want to start off with that and we are on our 25th episode 25 episodes baby we are we are broadcasting live from brooklyn and we have the most exciting things here and then we have a correspondent out in staten island who's probably gonna fall asleep halfway through the show i most certainly will not are you sure about that we'll take bets. never just yeah, but but just like the yes the S, uh, the, uh, the SB, you hear me. Just like the uh, the empty awards,
1: we are wearing our tuxes. We're wearing our tuxes, and just like Raw twenty five, this is Empty Arena twenty five. We have all the stars out tonight, yeah. <laughs>
0: except Danny.
1: Except <laughs> Danny. Except Danny huh? except John. Danny. Poor, guy. Nick.
0: poor poor Andrew. guy. Poor guy was in Bo Dallas last week. I mean, he was in Dallas.
2: He well, was. He yeah, he was traveling believe. in Dallas.
0: <laughs> With his lovely, lovely wife, Ping. Um, speaking of that, I want, I want to thank our uh, listeners, uh, my wife, for having this in studio. Uh, our significant others for allowing us to do this bullshit. Uh, week on, week in, week in, week out. For letting us talk about the nonsense that we only watch. This is like general hospital for men. So, yes, yes. we are doing this.
1: My My girlfriend watched wrestling for the first time this past week, and she's probably not my girlfriend anymore. So it shows you the sacrifice <laughs> that we all make. Opposite is true.
0: Sacrifices. I bought tickets to the WWE Hall of Fame. Two tickets because these schmoes didn't want to go. The second person yeah. is my wife, no. and she's probably going to divorce me oh. afterwards. So,
2: Yeah, no, they're going to come home divorced. Yeah, That's it, yeah probably it, pretty if, if,
1: if she
3: could stick around with you after sitting through the Hall of Fame ceremony. But who, who knows? She know. might
1: want to oh, see Degeneration X. Talk
0: for and, two and hours. then And then Bam Bam Bigelow posthumously or. Or possibly some other dead wrestlers and like, kids picking up on their, uh, yeah, their uh, their Hall of Fame rings. Yeah, it's sure. always a
1: weird sight. It's yeah. always an interesting sight. But China will be in the Hall of Fame finally. China. Yep. China.
2: Yes, good for her. Congratulations, because that when... was, she was a, a, a true trailblazer uh, in women's wrestling.
0: Indeed. Yeah. She... A, 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 but but the sad thing is, I think she should have gone in individually. I don't think that's going to happen yet. Yeah, I think this was the compromise yeah.
2: between WWE and and China's family uh, and supporters that have been, you know, much. To, what what you want to see, John, is have her yeah. go in individually. There's no way that was they
1: were going to do that. You, you
0: know? know, I mean, I mean, I think she'll ease in. Hopefully.
1: Just, I mean, not playing ease in. Hey, uh, no. <laughs> I knew that was coming but, up. But so was... that
0: to X Pac.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! One night in China. Outside. Hey. outside, outside of Degeneration X, uh, what did China do? Like, like she, all of her accomplishments, like she's like crazy, and she has a like, crazy accolade. She was the first female wrestler to be in the Royal Rumble, first female, female intercontinental. intercontinental, yeah. American. But was was she doing that all while in DX? No, no right? Nope. Okay. No. And I no, wasn't trying to make like a hot take or anything. I just wasn't sure what she did outside of DX. I think porn. she was. I
3: think she was in the corporation when she. Uh, yeah, was she Rumble, was. But with,
1: other than that, I mean, with Triple H,
3: she when she brought, branched out onto her own, she um, she you know won the Intercontinental title. She won the Intercontinental title before she won the Women's title. Yeah, that was just like such a a, a head spinning thing at the time. Nobody really, I think, realized the uh, significance of that. Uh, but um. Nevertheless, I mean, definitely a, a significant part of uh, the WWE mm-hmm. uh, um, encyclopedia, if you want to call it that. China.
1: Well, so. speaking of women's uh, accomplishments in WWE, let's turn our attention to the Elimination Chamber. Good segue. Kickoff match. Kickoff match was an, uh, the the women's Elimination Chamber match, uh, the women's tag team elimination elimination chamber match yep we had the uh, d- d- before we jump into that
0: how, how did he, both women from each tag team fit in those little pods they fit. the pods were big they, they were bigger
1: pods you know one of my notes actually as I was watching this was what are they saying to each other while I, in I the thought pod? that too. <laughs> like like do you think Tamina turned to Naya and was like I gotta pee"? like <laughs> yeah because
0: you know, no, I mean there are there are females they have to pee every 10 minutes you know
2: yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you're standing in one spot, and I don't know if you guys were like me, but whenever I found a really good hiding spot in hide-and-seek when I was a kid, I always had a friggin'
3: pee.
0: Yeah, I gotta pee right now, actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a little, oh, little uh, Rubbermaid container over
0: here. That's you gotta here. be, and
1: especially when they had the men's uh, Elimination Chamber tag match a few they, they, got they got to ago. Or they gotta fart. They like imagine that have like two guys with a high protein diet in a, in a small confined space. <laughs> Those protein farts.
0: That, sorry Danny, have to jump in there and uh say what, what, if we were in there with you, we'd be okay. Danny farts all the time and he compl- he he claims that he's actually saving us from the future nuclear war or
1: nuclear fallout.
2: Yeah, so we'll be prepared because you've yes. been breathing in his farts for
1: 10 you've, years. You've breathed in my farts for <laughs> years. Oh, God. Boy. But so, yes,
3: the uh, opening match I thought it was awesome. I thought it was uh, a fast-paced, a very exciting match, and I think that we all pretty much called that Bailey and Sasha
1: would be winning. But I ha- yeah, I thought that I thought the start of the match was a little slow, a little clunky. Yeah, well, yeah. And I, I have yeah. to say, I think every team brought something. Like every team was important. Yeah, with the exception of. Uh, Carmella and Naomi. Yeah, what, why mean, were they in that? The only, the only, uh, the only, you know,
3: SmackDown needed bodies in there. Yeah, what the, it came down to they yeah, just they
1: contributed to the to the very first, uh, like to the first pinfall. But even the Iconics, they were they were actually showcased pretty well. And I didn't watch the pre-show, but apparently Mark Henry had made the prediction that the Iconics are yeah. going to win. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, how random Mark is Henry's
3: this? Henry's being Mark Henry. <laughs> He's just such a lovable. Teddy Bear. Hey, man. He can say whatever he wants Iconic. and people still cheer.
1: But I think he was on that pre-show to push his new uh, documentary. Documentary, We yeah. gave a nice awesome.
3: little shout-out to the 205 Live guys for the uh, Cruiserweight match. Uh, uh, Tazawa and Buddy Murphy, which was a really good match for anybody who uh, did not see it. Go check mm-hmm. it out. But that was good. But yeah, I mean, they they uh, it's, it, it was nice seeing the Iconics get a little bit more of a showcase because up until this point, like, they really have been... Like a squash comedy act, they haven't really been getting any of their spots in, but it's nice to see them get a little bit in
0: now. <laughs> so now, now we're gonna cut over to Chris.
1: What? Cutting over to Chris in the <laughs> in the Manhattan Center,
3: where it's dead quiet and but, people sitting around randomly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, my uh, wife
2: is giving me a glare from across the room. Yeah, because she
0: she just spent six hundred dollars on her tickets to stand there and not watch anything.
1: <laughs> just to just to clarify with all our all our fans out there, we're just we're making fun of the Raw 25 split uh, venue, venue yeah.
0: format. That <laughs> just... was just I'm sure every single one of our listeners, all 78 of you, have watched the Raw 25 <laughs> uh, episode. Yeah.
3: We were all like, "Oh man, we wish we could have went to the Manhattan Center." Then when we were at the Buckley Center, we were like, "Good thing we were here."
1: Yup. <laughs> yeah. Um, People just standing around, horrifying. Uh, well. Some of I. Some of the high spots in the match, I th- I thought Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I thought they were a great team. There was they, also a yeah. cool neckbreaker that uh, that Bailey did or Mandy Rose in the very beginning of the match. Yes, that was cool. That was yeah. a cool yeah. spot. The uh, and I I love. I'm a big fan of the the multi suplex spot in the corner. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. That
2: was cool. It's
1: always a good, good I I gotta say I really I I know I say this all the time Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are like you know I'm I'm in love with both of them, but they I have to say from a a year ago they were not on the roster. No, they were not a year ago. They I I don't believe they they weren't on the main roster at least they were all I think both in NXT, and see how far like look look at how far they've come, as a heel tag team but like, not the Iconics heel like the actual like a good heel yeah. bad guy i don't right. i don't want you to win uh like
2: a like a character like a yeah.
1: character rather than like something that's more memorable right but i don't know about you guys but i i actually teared up a little bit when sasha and bailey won yeah it, it, the, the it, match was uh, for those you of you that up? didn't watch that match I, it was I teared up it, it was
0: I the emotions up. were running high actually and when they won they actually cried at the end of the match. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, you yeah could like, no, they got the, they got the
1: chance and everything going. Okay, I maybe I didn't like. I wasn't crying, but I was like, you know what? I'm happy they won. So,
0: we're, so you yeah. were crying like <laughs> when you found out when Carl's wife died on Up, <laughs> like kind of like that. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, I we we said it before that we all picked Bailey and Sasha mm-hmm. to win, and and in some cases, predictability isn't necessarily a bad thing.
3: Well, hopefully, uh, no, they, they, it's yeah, you're they right.
2: certainly, I mean... they certainly deserved it. They had such a great run, they worked their asses off. Uh, I, if they didn't win to be the first tag team champion, such a, such a high honor of something like a t- title that hopefully goes on for many, many years. And they can always say that it was Bailey and Sasha Banks that won it first,
3: exactly. I mean, they, they. You know, like how we were saying now on the Raw side of things with Ronda holding the title. And and it, it, unfortunately, it has the side effect of knocking a lot of the other women back in a sense. So when you look at Sasha and Bailey, who both had the title at one point, um, you want to see them still featured in a prominent role. And uh, this, having to tag titles, I think is probably the best thing for them and for any of the other women on the roster even the ones on smackdown who you know could potentially prove their Mm -hmm. worth um you know the charlotte becky ronda thing is just taking over right now rightfully so i mean you can't take anything away from them but you know you have other women on the roster that should rightfully so have something to compete for in a creative sense
0: rightfully so rightfully so
1: but that was I. I thought it was a, a really good match. I th- I thought it was better than the men's, uh, elimination chamber match. We can talk about that in a few. Yeah, yeah. But few moments. Well, so but... so, what was the predictability of this uh, of this uh, tag team match, Andrew? I what do you think? The uh, the milkman, the paper boy, and weekend TV. Evening TV. <laughs> Wish we all
2: familiar friends. That's when you when Waiting you. Waiting just around the bend. <laughs>
0: when, when Chris, Chris cut when it he, out. Yeah.
1: Chris... <laughs> Cut it out!
2: <laughs> you got it, dude.
0: So, with uh, with everyone that's under like everyone that's under twenty, is like, what are they doing? These these guys are not funny.
1: But while we're still talking about the the women of of the show, um, you know, we did see. Rhonda and ruby riot and that was a quick match mm-hmm. that, that was yes was. that was that was i, I didn't miss anything i, I, did, I, I didn't i didn't
0: like that match at all it was way too quick I, I, ruby riot could hold her own i think um i don't, don't think, think she's they're like, not they're not letting her after no. that showcase yeah but the, I, I don't the, think the night after
2: no way
0: i think ruby Riot, not right now i don't think she deserves to be in the title picture probably not down the not. line well, I,
3: I, the way I look at it is whether they anybody deserves it or not, the fact that it matter is, is that they're clearly set on having it between Ronda Becky and Charlotte. Those were oh, the three. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And uh, even Oscar, for God's sakes, who's a SmackDown Women's Champion, is taking a back seat. So, what does that tell you? But um, I think this was more, obviously, the time that they set aside for that was for. Rhonda to have that segment as you saw with charlotte coming into the ring and then becky coming in on crutches and beating the crap out of them with the crutches yeah i don't know if you guys saw the pictures of charlotte's arm afterwards mm. oh my god
2: no i didn't she
3: literally had it looked like a, almost like a a, a a full-blown bruise going from her shoulder down to her elbow like mm. just like one straight layer of black and blue down her arm uh, Rhonda had a, a couple of stitches that she needed on her arm and she got cracked on the side of her head pretty bad. She yeah. didn't have a concussion but
0: um, yeah, she uh, she swung at them pretty hard. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Ruby losing that match uh, led to Raw's um Raw's uh, what do you call it? Uh, title match. That uh, came through the word. Oh my God. The rematch. The rematch. The, rematch. Rematch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the yes, the, the, the her rematch. Her rematch clause. That's, that's mm-hmm. what I was looking for. Um,
2: that was a tad bit better. showed. Yeah, not, not much better, Ryan, better. Not much better, but Ruby Ryan I, got some shots in.
1: I honestly thought my network skipped because I I was watching the the Rousey match, saw no. her come out as soon Sonya Blade, which was no. Awesome. You,
0: your network wasn't working.
1: <laughs> no, never. never. And sarcasm, folks. <laughs> I like went to move something and I or like you know get a glass of water and I came back. And I see Ruby tapping. I'm like, oh, I must have... Something must have skipped. And I were around, and I just saw the whole thing again. That was, yeah. I mean, it's it, it was... We were obviously going to see Ruby yep. lose. I mean, there's really no reason to have her win at all. No. Um,
2: and everybody in the building knew it.
1: So that's yeah. why... I mean, do you have... A,
2: and that's, you're
1: running short of time, have a quick match. That's trouble with these, I think, in-between pay-per-views is that you know half of the outcomes of some of these matches yeah sure but one outcome i did not see coming and chris i think you could agree with me is the miz and shane yeah losing yeah. their tag titles yeah i yeah. could not believe that they that they just
2: i mean i don't know if they're pulling the plug because if, if you saw a smackdown they are going to have a rematch Um, and everybody and their mother is wondering, is this where the heel turn is? Is this where it's going to be? Because it does look like they're going to either... Depending upon how these next couple of weeks go, I think that it's either going to be a a straight heel turn where they're going to fight each other at WrestleMania, um, or they'll keep this going until they have the... have them win the tag team titles back at WrestleMania. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I just... After the match, Miz picks Shane up, and he's walking with him back. And I'm just, I had this this uneasy feeling. I'm like, Miz is going to hit him. Miz is going to do something. He's going to turn heel. He's going to turn. He's walking with him. It's just because Miz, for 95% of his career, has been a heel. And it's Mm. just a Miz thing to do. It's a Miz thing to expect. I mean, I just, I can't buy into the Miz being a, a face right now. It's just, it seems
1: so i don't know i think it's so forced yeah <laughs> The, i think the miz right now is he's not playing a fate like he's he's not indulging in the face and his like face status just yet right there's still a little like he's not he's kind of like an in-betweener yeah more on the face side for sure but he's not he hasn't gone to the crowd yet and like yeah begged for them to you right. know, praise he, him yet his
3: his character is still in that selfish pride sort of mode where you know it's really all about what he's doing for himself like he's not pandering to the crowd i think in a positive way that would give off the vibe that he's like a real fan favorite i guess so I, I see what you mean there
1: just not yet. Yeah, i think once he does that he he's gonna lose his steam yeah that's the one thing that keeps him interesting he just he's not a yeah. good face i just don't yeah. yeah, no, I agree. He's He is
2: so much better as a heel. So much.
0: But even as a face, he's very sarcastic. I love it.
1: <laughs> very true. I, yeah, I, no, he's a I great, let my father down.
0: I let my wife, down. I let my kid down. My new onboard child down.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's still getting upset, but in almost like a heel-like manner when he lost.
0: I'm wondering if Shane is going to turn heel. That's because, good... because he pretty much yelled at him and said, go home. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the whole thing, he was like, he, he wasn't funny about it. He was like, go home. Just go home. I need you here. Go home.
1: True. And then we... Yeah. I mean, I, I think that could be a twist. That nobody's well. looking for, right?
0: That he turns into his father,
1: essentially. Right. Yeah. Because Shane hasn't been healing a long time. Yeah. yeah.
3: They, they, I think, have something significant planned for this because when you look at the fact that Jimmy Uso got arrested last week... <laughs> yeah, that's other uh, breaking news. And for that incident and they gave the usos the tag belts. i feel like
0: he was out there partying what do you
3: think i yeah i just i just feel like it's one of those things where yeah they acknowledge it was a mess up maybe it's a quick switch maybe it's a quick run Uh, who the heck knows yeah
1: i mean um, i mean with some of that stuff and even like the the other you know story happening you know happening right now with like Corey graves and carmella and that whole yeah yeah. it's like we don't it's it's almost like you can't it's, but how how crazy is
3: it that, I mean, I'm just, I know we're going off, yeah. but I just I wanted to point out the irony that, you know, Jimmy Uso and Naomi had their incident and Naomi had already been established as a tag team partner with Carmella for, for a couple of months now. I would think they've been teaming up. Yeah. And it's revealed that Carmella was allegedly having an affair with Corey Graves, but... That even is kind of up in the air because they're saying that it happened after he separated from his wife, whatever the case may be, it's funny that they both happened to be paired up and then respectively they had some something with shit the hitting the fan. And <laughs> some, some. They ended up, you know, having to be eliminated first in the in the chamber match had to be done.
1: Yeah. I don't yeah. No, I don't know. The- Empty arena doesn't go deep into the the. Yeah, because you know you, you can't Judd.
3: because you know I mean everyone I'm sure everyone understands that you know a lot of this really we have no idea what's going on yeah. we just only just reflect on what is thrown out there. <laughs> okay,
0: now we're we'll yeah, come... Oh damn it, Chris! You you ruined my my joke. I was gonna say uh, I was gonna say come back to Manhattan Center and you weren't supposed to no. answer. You were supposed to be <laughs> snoring or something. <laughs> right. went, woo, 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 woo. <laughs>
1: uh, we could. Uh, we... I go pro side. We, we we could shift to more of a TMZ format, and we'll, and we'll have John with a water bottle hanging over his uh, kitchen sink as we throw stories at him.
0: Jimmy and Jay Uso, what are they gonna do now? Next on TMZ.
1: Um,
0: so I have I have a good scoop on on Jimmy Uso. Uh, you know, a, a paparazzi found him and his wife uh, banging in the back of a bus. Geez. Yikes. <laughs> the
1: back of a butt. <laughs> like oh my city god! <laughs> this has gone on, off the rails. Hey, uh, what a TMZ! Far. I give you a TMZ. Oh god.
3: Next up. Uh... Next, let, let, let's let's shift <laughs> okay. focus.
1: Okay. Anyway,
3: Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley and Leo my Rush. Man. Mm. Bobby.
1: Lastly. Chris, Lashley. your your impression gets more racist as the, as the weeks go on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, it's no. all in good fun. It's all in good fun.
0: Um, but I think I think Leo Rush looks like he's eleven years old. He does, yeah, like, right? Yeah, he's tiny. He's, he's made super of all muscle, tiny. though. Yeah, little yeah. guy. But seeing
1: Seems Leo like Rush a wrestle trouble, is
0: weird. Trouble in Paradise.
3: It's seeing. It's Every weird time. seeing thin yeah. Balor dwarf somebody else. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's like. Guess what it is.
3: I honestly got to, I honest to God, I think that Rey Mysterio probably dwarfs Leo Rush. If you put them next to each it other. Just, but, it, uh, it, all know. that aside. yeah, you know, I mean, the match itself was... I thought it was okay. I feel like it, it was an episode of Raw that I've seen for the last three months. But Balor getting the strap. Awesome. I thought he was one of the uh handful you of guys. You, I that, thought you honestly
0: were going to say get the strap on. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know... We were saying how Elias was going to be next in line to get the belt, but if it wasn't him, I think we mentioned Valor should have been underneath him as far as, like, well, next in line.
1: Yeah, I I just, yeah, I, I feel like with, fa- I, I would have rather have seen, like, I don't know, maybe it's too aggressive, but, like, an Elimination Chamber match for the IC belt. But, again, that might just be, that's like, let's all... Beat the hell out of each other for I mean, a second the, the, the place. La, the
3: ladder Who, match has always been the go-to format for the IC belt recently. I mean, that could have been another one, but...
1: They need to keep that at WrestleMania. Just, they should always have... Like a Money in the Bank type thing? Like, yeah, like a six-man for the, you know, like yeah, six I, guys. That's what they
3: need. I agree. I agree. They need that more.
1: Um, no. That was probably my
0: stomach. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you heard a child crying, that's just Nick's stomach. <laughs> actually the, the 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 walls in uh brooklyn apartments are very thin so we, we are neck literally next to a baby's room yeah i feel so like i, I, have I to do farts
3: hear... I, I feel like i do feel like i have to fart so maybe there's something brewing inside of me i don't know
1: <laughs> at least you're not in a pod with us technically the studio is a pod so
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was a pod um i no, it is it is awesome to see him with the icy belt this is first his first belt since he lost the universal championship three years ago which yeah. is Crazy to think about it. Oh no, Williams. technically he didn't lose the belt. He did not lose it. He had to relinquish it. Yes. From a heel Seth Rollins. So technically he is still a, to a heel Seth Rollins. Technically he is the universal title holder still.
0: Yeah, never. he was never beaten. Yeah.
1: He never lost it. Never lost it. Still holding. Still holding. You remind me of Jerry Costanza. <laughs> hey Vince Vaughn. Oh, Jerry Costanza and Vince Vaughn reference. Speaking of Vince Vaughn, go see Fighting With My Family, produced <laughs> by The Rock. And directed by Steve Merchant. Yeah, The Rock's probably in it for all of like 30 seconds. <laughs>
2: yeah, but he's all over the commercial. Yeah.
1: Um. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I mean, we. I, I, I guess there are two ways I could have went with it being a handicap match, which makes no sense. Like, why is it a handicap match for a title that makes zilch sense? Yeah, so, it makes makes
2: Bobby Lashley look like a chadrool.
1: It makes him look <laughs> like a chump. Yeah, because yeah, yeah.
0: I so mean, now my question is: If Leo Rush won, if he pinned Balor, obviously Bobby Lashley wouldn't have not allowed that because he wants the title or wanted well, the title.
1: That's the thing. If if it was the title th- would stay on Lashley, it would have been more interesting to see a triple threat between the three of them. Yeah, and like Leo Rush in there, like you know whatever reason, but... Yeah, but, but... Trying to grab the belt?
0: Yeah, but if, if Leo Rush won,
1: he would have to give the title off to Lashley? No, right? What would have made that it, I think, more interesting thing. was, let's say they, you know, instead of it being a handicap, the whatever whoever GM is like, it'll be a triple threat, and Leo Rush and Lashley, you know, will assume they'll work together, but then, like, at one point, Leo tries to, like, uh, like... Get go, the for the title, go for the title like, go for that would make it more interesting you no know? like it's like, we're, like we'll like the, the the promo would be oh yeah me and you know me and lashley are going to team up against you and we're going to take the title back but then what if leo has like a open opportunity to get the belt like that that would have been a little more interesting than i,
3: I would have loved to have seen a, a spot where leo goes for the pin and as he's going for the pin bobby lashley just gets up stands over him grabs him by the arm or the head or whatever and just picks him up like a baby and just like looks at him with one arm, like, "What are you doing?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, after the match, uh, after Lashley lost, um, Leo Rush was manhandled by Bobby Lashley yeah. for a split second, and then like but Lashley got fine. pissed off, night, and he was like, oh yeah." Yeah.
1: The next night, the next night, they were fine, and, oh. and as a matter of fact, Lashley's already moved into a different feud between just like the tallest men in the company,
3: <laughs> McIntyre. I
1: think I think all those matches should be. Uh, sponsored by, like, that... What was that place that Louis Anderson got his suits from Family Feud? The Big and Tall Clothing Shop? <laughs> well, Rochester's Big and Tall Clothing. <laughs> because, my God, how much weight... Well, I was so confused... I don't know if you guys had the same feeling, but I was so confused by the physics of why they're putting two two tables on top of each other in the yeah, two steps. Yeah, I
0: felt like really like a lot of I was like, work. this is so elaborate. Oh, no. just, it's like the physics from a Smackdown versus Raw video game. <laughs> yeah. like it's impossible. It's like, it's like Kurt Angle trying to lift up the Great Khali, like, <laughs> the credit, that's a bad, that's a bad uh, reference. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Or
1: yeah, Ray know. Mysterio trying to lift up uh, and,
0: Great Khali. Like, yeah. it's not possible but the game makes it possible.
1: And, and we're referring to the uh, the Corbin Stroman match right. later that evening that Lashley interfered in, as well as Drew McIntyre that evening. Because now we're getting into multi man mania, where every match has to have at least seven people to get everybody on the <laughs> card. So precisely, think about it every 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 feud outside of like the singles matches are all like they're they're team related. Yeah, it has to, and it has to be the case. <laughs> Because you can't fit that many guys into one card. Exactly. If you want to keep it under nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know that's we're we're going to have like the most exhausting day of our lives that day.
3: Yeah, it's going to be like an eight nine hour. You
1: have to go say action. yeah, you have to like say goodbye to your families beforehand. You may not. <laughs> well, at least with the cost
0: of the ticket, we get a buffet lunch and a catered dinner.
2: Better get our money's worth. I better no get a fillet
1: mignon. <laughs> <Can> you imagine? <laughs> yeah, for the cost of the ticket.
3: Get a five-ounce box of popcorn. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Okay, so now, all right. So now, well, are are we are we thinking? Strowman and Corbin are going to have some type of like three on three. Maybe it's Lashley, McIntyre, and Corbin against Strowman.
3: Yeah. The question is, who are the two other people that Strowman is going uh, to pick um... to? Be on his side.
1: Maybe, maybe Elias. Well, Elias is a heel. He's a heel, heel, which makes no sense. Yeah,
3: I know it might but... sound shocking to some people because it just happened all of a sudden. Now Ambrose yeah. is a face again, so I mean,
2: yeah. What about Ambrose? That's what I'm thinking.
3: Because he had that match with Drew McIntyre on Monday when McIntyre won, but still, it's I don't know.
1: And I I didn't see this like see this segment backstage, but didn't Ambrose go up to Rollins and ask him why he wasn't out there to help him?
3: And then Ambrose is like, "Have you lost your mind?" And then Ambrose is like, "Yeah,
1: yeah." <laughs> this like, I don't give up. Uh, Ambrose is the the best Ambrose I've seen in like a couple years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. he's out and he's the, on his way out. He's yeah. out the door. But I heard now apparently it's a work. I heard through the dirt sheets that it might be a work based on how they've been booking him. Did, did, I, did the Miz and John Morrison tell you this? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, good good reference That'd good reference.
3: <laughs> yeah, we've got to see how it plays out, though, as far as whether or not this becomes a, a three-on-three situation. And if it does, it'd be interesting to see who Strowman recruits to be his uh, his buddies. Or if they do a three-on-one match, that could always be a possibility.
0: I have a feeling that it might be that way. Very possible.
1: I would have liked to have seen McIntyre and Strowman as in a, a straight-up one-on-one, because McIntyre doesn't look like he could take down Strowman, but he's like, they're both massive people. Yeah.
3: I can't wait to see McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the Universal title. Or Mm. McIntyre in the Universal title picture altogether.
0: McIntyre. But he he has to leave the new kids on the block first, right? Mm.
3: (laughs) Ah, ah. And uh,
1: bad dad joke. I'm not a dad, though. So, So should we get to the main Elimination Chamber match? Why not? I mean... Sure. That... I thought it was fun, but I felt like it was just... At that point, I was so burnt out by yeah. watching. I feel like the chamber matches, and I don't know. Same thing happened with me for the Royal Rumble. Having two Rumble matches and having two elimination chamber matches is always just super taxing. Like it is, and that's why I think um,
3: I feel like they did some. I, I I think they did the smart move putting the women's match first because that really, that match really had a lot of high energy and it really got the crowd going. I thought that's. I thought that was the best way to get everything going. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, it is one of those things where you get to the end of the event and you are fatigued. It's like viewer fatigue in a way because you're just sitting there. You know, it's getting late. You're sitting around and, and you have to be up and ready to watch this match, which I thought was, you know, was really good. Don't get it me was, wrong. No, I it mean, was a quality. The, 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 the end, especially. I mean, we'll talk about that shortly. But. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was as good as I think as it it could have been, and um, the outcome was as expected. But yeah. well, it
0: was also Sunday. Yeah. Um, although it was President's Day, then the following day, um, people still had work. I did, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I did to not. watch that and sit there for three and a half hours was probably a a feat known to no other man.
1: Sorry, guys. I wasn't able every, to actually catch months. elimination chamber in real time because I uh, had I had some business to attend to in North North Carolina for North NBA All Star Weekend. Yeah, uh, name plug. drop some more. I did was rubbing. Le, did you, I was, you meet LeBron? I was rubbing elbows with Guy Fieri.
0: <laughs> go check out. Go check out Andrew's uh, Instagram page, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which nobody has yet. You'll see the oh. mayor of Flavor I yes, okay. I met the I met the mayor of Flavor Town, but so no, I I I still feel I feel bad for Joe. It's like no matter I was gonna say that situation. Oh my god, this guy can't catch up. He got inch. dropped
3: first. I was like, son of a gun, you know something? It they really... did it again.
1: It should have been Hardy. Hardy should have been knocked
3: yeah, out. Hardy should have been dropped first. I would have been okay. I would have been honest to God. I would have been okay with AJ even getting knocked out first as a surprise factor at that point because you know he right now clearly is not going to be near the wwe title picture so having that happen to him i don't think would have been such a, a devastating blow but you're right i was expecting hardy styles Orton, or joe getting knocked out first come on it's just it was just i'm sitting there shaking my head going what the heck is this guy gonna do for mania where is his momentum he has no momentum
1: none he has no i mean in, in kofi I mean that they made a star within well, two weeks with an eleven-year veteran.
0: <laughs> well, I think he's going to have a uh, a title run. From what I understand,
1: you think he's going to get the belt? Yes. He, I, well, he will be facing Brian at Fastlane.
0: Yes, I think he's right? going to get the belt, and I think he's going to run with it till WrestleMania.
1: So for and I think he's going to have his Martin.
0: WrestleMania moment. Yeah, and possibly maybe retire after that because he's he's thirty-eight, I think, or thirty-nine, so he's going to up there. Well,
1: I would, I mean, I'm, I'm curious now, like you have Kofi that deserves a spot. He does definitely deserve, deserves a spot in the WrestleMania card. Um, like a prominent, but now art. we also have Kevin Owens sending these videos. <laughs> yeah. Those have been kind of weird. But they're yeah. so weird though. It's like, you hey guys, are yeah, am with my
3: son.
0: <laughs>
3: what you hey like guys, I'm with my son. Dad. I'm eating popcorn. I'm eating pizza, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was I was reading somewhere like, and don't get me wrong, I love Kevin Owens, so this might be considered a hot take, no. but I was hearing something that if if uh, like Brian's mania opponent may not be Kofi, it may be like someone like a Kevin Owens or a Bray Wyatt or a, like a mm-hmm. Batista, like someone said it's it might be a returning star that's currently like out like out of the roster. I don't just. Does Kevin? like I love Kevin Owens, but I feel like he has zilch momentum, and I don't think he necessarily he, deserves a spot on the no, card. Yeah, but I agree. Before, yeah.
0: before he left,
1: um I think it was for an injury, right? Did he, yeah, he yeah, got like, double knee yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. He got very, very stale.
1: His, his gimmick. That's the thing. He was like, yeah,
0: like the, the whole thing with him and Sami Zayn. Like that's stale. Sami Zayn's another one. That yeah.
1: Is- and then, oh, like
0: people forgot about him. Like,
1: I'd I'd rather see, I'd ra- I'd rather see like the Usos and like maybe the Miz and Shane, like continue their feud and they argue about who the best tag team in the world is. But then you have a returning Owens and Zayn saying that no, they're the best tag team. Yeah, that- I can see that. Well, I'd be alright with well, that. Who was the, yeah. the best friends thing? That
0: was Owens and uh, Jericho, right? Yeah. Owens and so and they, so maybe Zane and Zane and Owens could
1: do it. They did that again, right? With Owens and somebody else. They did that with Owens and They kind of did that with Owens and Zane. So maybe, Yeah,
3: I mean they they kind of revive that
1: sort So, of thing
0: so maybe maybe they could do like a, a feud with the uh, Miz and Shane as like who's the best friend tag
1: team. See, that's that to me makes more sense yeah, right, than having right. Owens come in and feud for the belt. Like they, I don't
3: they should not I I think it would be dumb to even consider doing that with Owens or Bray or anybody who's just coming back, just giving them the WWE title show <coughs> in <Western. Canada>. <laughs> <Western>. <laughs> or The Rock, you know, somebody that just you know could walk in and just they 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 could like, just um, do that.
1: And again, like they've obviously paid their dues and, and things yeah. like that. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to like to like, Batista. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, I, look. If you want to bring Batista, Bet your financial if, secretary. If you want to bring these guys back, if you want to bring back Batista, if you want to. Somehow, I mean, even though he's not available, if you wanted to hypothetically get The Rock or, or anybody else that is, is you know, a veteran or, or, you know, a Hall of Famer, fine. But keep him away from the title picture, for God's sakes. I mean, nobody needs that anymore.
1: Yeah. And it's it's not it's not me saying that, like, Owens doesn't deserve, no. you know, a spot in Mania. It's, it, like, he doesn't need to be involved he has no momentum no. going in. He's it's not going to sell tickets. It's not going to push the no deal. absolutely not. No one's you going gotta to sell remember anything. too. I think
3: yeah. what might happen uh, now that I'm thinking about this. If Owens gets medically cleared because they're saying in the promos that he's a month away, so st- that was starting a couple weeks ago. So you figure by early mid March he'll be cleared to come so if, back.
0: What, what is that fast lane, right?
3: What if he comes back and right. teams with Braun Strowman because Lashley was the one that injured. Owens. That would make angle. way more
0: sense,
1: yeah.
3: So have him team with,
1: sure. with Nick you might be onto something.
3: And uh I don't know if Sami Zayn's gonna come back in time because I don't know how hurt he is, but yeah, put KO with Braun. Making a funny little uh, hey, remember I threw you in a in a porter potty and dumped you off the stage sort of thing. <laughs> I forgot uh, about we're forgetting about now. that. Yeah.
1: They could they could
3: work a way around it. I but, forgot yeah. about that.
2: Especially since they're they're really building Kevin Owens up to be a base. Yeah, they're giving him
3: that soft side. It seems that way.
2: Yeah, he's not coming back, you know, on these promos as super um, aggressive or um, talking about himself, bragging, you know, stuff that he usually would do.
3: Yeah, not like this thing that they're doing with uh, Mojo Rawley right now, which is like so weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is really weird. Mojo Rawley talking into a mirror.
3: But anyway, talking to a mirror.
1: I (laughs) treat that, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, I th- I think that was pretty much it for the Elimination Chamber card. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Th- there was only what four matches, right?
1: There weren't many yeah. matches. Yeah. So, and like, and two, yet it
2: was still three hours. Oh, the Elimination Chamber. I think there were those. six
3: altogether, yeah. but
1: yeah. yeah and nobody, has a yeah. And, <laughs> nobody uh, cares about the pre-show.
0: And nobody cares about the pre-show. No, it's true. Nobody really does. Jeez.
1: Hot takes, John. Hot.
0: <laughs> hot
1: Ooh, takes. That, that should be the uh, opening of our segment, hot takes. <laughs> 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 hot takes. Yeah. Okay, which would lead us right into Raw. Lead us into Raw. Right into Raw. Right into uh, Raw. I wanted to actually, uh since we're talking about Kevin and Owens and returning wrestlers, maybe we should acknowledge some, and, and WrestleMania. I want to acknowledge some uh wrestlers that have like decided to leave wwe um like ty dillinger being one i know he's he yes. may not be like a household name definitely not a household name but i didn't realize how long he was with the company he's 38 he's been with wwe for like over six years and he was actually on the ecw brand back in 2008 in, like, 2008 like well nine And he looks exactly the same. He actually looks younger now than he did then. Um, He's also engaged to Peyton Royce. Uh, God bless him. God bless him.
3: (laughs) Comes out a winner.
1: He's 38 years old and he's uh, engaged to her. She's like 25, 26. God bless.
3: I salute you.
2: (laughs) We salute you. And if you remember, I mean, these are some for some fans that are going way back. He actually played, uh, quote, Stan in that backstage segment uh, between Shawn Michaels yes. and Triple H where Shawn Michaels super
0: kicked everyone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that was a Cyber Sunday.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's um, right. So he requested. Well, was that the,
0: was that the segment where Michael super kicked the uh, the the salad? Yeah, the girl. No, no, no. That was, that was when ones.
2: Triple H uh, got him to come back.
1: That was a great segment. (laughs) And he went.
2: That was so great when he went and thought he saw. I mean, the person had a terrible, terrible blonde wig. Uh, (laughs) But he went up to a guy that looked like Shawn Michaels and was like, uh, "That suit is better than the chaps I usually see in."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. yes,
2: yes. (laughs) So funny. funny. Uh,
1: um, But so he requested his release. So, and, and now, of course, there's, like, speculation about people going to AEW. Ambrose has requested his release. You hear this, you know, more and more. And it's...
3: Rikishi was even teasing that his boys, the Usos, when their contract runs up, uh, where are they going to go? They know. Uh, the These people aren't stupid. They they, they know how to work, people. That's the business that they're in. They're going to say things yeah. and going to drop subtle hints and be very impugnable. Uh, Im- Put a lot of ambiguity, I can't even speak, yeah. into uh, what they're doing. So that way they make people guess.
1: And now uh, I'm hearing that Undertaker will... Apparently has, he has no plans for WrestleMania. And removed all of his mentions of WWE on his like social media accounts. Yeah,
3: you see that, that part... Um, I don't want to say disturbs me, but that part definitely stands out. The fact yeah. that he removed all of that from his social media. Because he just got onto social media recently. Yeah,
1: and he's... Exactly. Yeah, that that's that's so he definitely right. has like a, a social media manager that's telling him like what to do. Right. Um, and then we, he's also going to be at a like Starcast too. It's like this convention in like May or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That is that is not directly affiliated with
2: AEW. It's not. And which people tend to think it is and that's why people are making this huge deal. But well, I mean, well, Mystic it... man isn't thrilled, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, and I'm actually just reading something about that. Uh, apparently, McMahon is not happy with the current product as you know, we've been for the last yeah you know, couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's calling it stale, and that's why there's so many NXT call-ups. As of Raw, right. there was uh, four of them. Uh, Ricochet came up, Alistair Black, okay. um, Johnny Gargano, uh, and Tommaso, Tommaso Ciampa, right. Yeah,
3: let's. So yeah, I mean, but, we were eventually going to talk about NXT, but Chris, go ahead and say what you wanted to say. No, but doesn't
2: Vince McMahon do the same thing every couple of years? Where he'll bring up these NXT guys, run with them, and then this is just a product of oversaturation, mm-hmm. in my in my opinion.
3: Mm-hmm. I have uh, several thoughts about this week's events oh. in particular, with yeah, with that's... calling up these four guys first of all um it's nice to see them uh don't get me wrong it, it's a nice way to uh, expose uh, uh, the other brands to uh the mainstream audience but you're taking your champion that's down there and the north american champion and and they they won their matches everybody that got, got called up won their matches so nobody looked bad in any way Um, I just feel like now the difference between now and NXT, what it was back then when guys like Seth Rollins and the shield and the Wyatts and and all those other guys and girls were in it was, it was nothing like what it is now. NXT has now become a a sensation. It used to just be, uh, this place in Florida where, you know, people would come through and train. It was a different dynamic. So it's hard to really compare. Oh, Seth Rollins was an NXT guy. It just feels weird saying that because the dynamic was completely different back then. What you're seeing right now is you're seeing um, a lot of these guys and girls come through who've been on the indies for a number of years and who have uh, recognition. So they have to, you know, find a way to like really take their time with with them you, and and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know not just rush them in. Where you know you had somebody like Samoa Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor. Even Kevin Owens to an extent. I would say those four guys were so exceptional because before they got to NXT, a lot of people knew who they were. So when they got to the roster, they didn't get lost in the shuffle as bad as some other guys. I mean, yeah, they floated around for a while, but they eventually found their way where yeah. they're on TV every week. My concern is that you look at somebody like Aleister Black or Ricochet or you know Gargano and Ciampa to an extent, you know, they, I don't consider those guys as great as they are. I don't consider them to being as over as those first four that I mentioned. So when you bring them up, it's, it's hard because I don't think they'll be as received as, as easily, you know,
1: it's, it's tough. Like, like you're very true. Like, you know, the shield were in, that was an NXT uh, faction. The Wyatts were an NXT faction, but It was never highlighted when they debuted. It wasn't like, oh, this is NXT. These NXT guys are coming. Yeah. They would always mention it like, wait, that's Seth Rollins from NXT. What is he doing here? Why would he be here this evening? And it's almost like everything that happened before, it's like, let's forget that. Let's move forward now. They got that right for a while. And then they started leaning on the fact that they're from NXT.
3: Yeah, like, they're really, like, see, that's the part that kind of, like, really, like, waters it down, is that they're announcing prominently, oh, from NXT, and Triple H points to the Titan Tron one by one, we're bringing up Ricochet, and they show a highlight video of him, and it's like, geez, like, you're just giving it all away. You know, there's no mystique to anything with anybody that's coming up and debuting now. And it really, I feel like, to me, for the sake of their brand, the NXT guys and their brand, like it serves them better to come up as a surprise instead
0: of just being mm-hmm. announced like, oh, from NXT Well maybe, maybe know, they're going you know? based off the fact that a lot of people watch NXT. Maybe and then they kinda know what they're expecting from, you know, Tommaso Ciampa, Black and you know, the the Ricochet and all them.
3: But you see what's happening is I I think that what that tells me is that there's clearly an acknowledgement that there's a disconnect in the casual audience and the audience that watches NXT mm-hmm. right because I think they look at that and they say oh shoot you know what people that are really devoted to NXT and are watching NXT they'll watch Raw and Smackdown but not everybody that watches Raw and Smackdown watches NXT exactly so we got to go out of our way it's- to really like emphasize that these guys are from NXT and and so I understand that the more that I think about it but and eh.
1: from what I understand uh Triple H was did not know and this is might be all speculation this is alleged i
3: saw i read that too yeah, yeah go ahead. i
1: mean that that triple h did not know that all four guys were going to be called up that you know that evening because think about it it makes no sense from a storyline yeah. perspective why would why you would call all four of those guys up or why right. you would expose them i don't think they're going to leave nxt i think they're no, going to keep their no. consistent storylines no um, but i mean, Although Gargano did lose the North American Championship
2: to was he a Velveteen Dream. He did lose Dream. the Velveteen
3: Dream on, on uh, this week's episode, yes. I know, I'm not into Gargano.
1: I'm just like, oh, who's
3: this guy? He's a great wrestler, but great yeah, wrestler. I mean, he's
1: an incredible wrestler. Alistair Black, I like him. I love his entrance. Good character. Yeah, he has a cool, yeah. yeah. Almost gangrel type what? of entrance. Yeah, it's like a gangrel yeah. slash Undertaker yeah. type thing. How cool would it, like, what? Well, what they should have done with him is have like Orton on a like episode of SmackDown, like talk shit about you know NXT or something, and then you have Alistair Black come and like have Alistair Black and Orton be the first like have him be like that first feud because they're yeah both there's there's ways tall. to do it yeah and then yeah. like maybe they they face each so other at Fastlane or something like you don't have to take him you don't have to take any of these guys out or like you know Ricochet and and uh well, I feel like Mysterio and Andrade are really already doing their thing. Yeah. There's somebody else like Elias. But again, like these like Elias shouldn't be jobbing to anybody yet. Andrade shouldn't be jobbing to anybody yet. Like yeah. these those guys are I'm getting used to them now and their NXT call ups. Right. And you're you're sending the new NXT call ups right. to, you know, go over on those guys. It's like look, I haven't gotten a chance to it's it's the equivalent uh, and I think you guys would all appreciate this. When you're at, at a, a restaurant and you have asked for your appetizer, you've asked for your entree, and you get your appetizer a little late, but then you get your entree immediately as soon as you – right? As yeah. you're finishing your appetizer, you're just trying to enjoy it or when you're finishing up your nachos, you get your quesadillas there's, and you're like, oh, I don't want all of this Yeah, now. there's there's no pacing
3: yeah. In a lot of ways, it, it's a good parallel because you're consuming, uh, you know, the product. And literally, it, it it's, it's coming so fast that, like, they... I know I've probably mentioned this a thousand times, but I think that they have to really... This WrestleMania season, they cannot... I just think that they cannot yeah. call up four or five people at a time. They already... Brought up six people at one shot with Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans, EC3 heavy machinery. I forgot machinery. they brought them up. My God, my you know, goodness, yeah. Lars Sullivan is wherever he is at home, you know, getting himself situated, you know, with his situation. But still, it's like now you got. I okay, so
0: hear Lars is looking for a good uh, psychologist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, God, God bless him. Hopefully,
3: that guy's yeah. okay. I mean, it's it, it sucks to what happened to him, but you know, but yeah, like you know, you got six people there who, arguably, not all of them are gonna, you know. Make that step, you know. Some of them, half of them, easily are going to get lost in the shuffle, and you are going to have this problem again. And look at what happened. Look, Ty Dillager asks for his release. And... Yeah,
2: and I'm and I'm probably certain uh, that that's going to continue happening down the line if they continue this this cycle. But I
0: also I also like that they brought them up and they put them in with other guys that were have been established. So like they put in Black with Elias and Gargano and Champa with the with the revival. I thought that was smart. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They put Ricochet with uh, Balor and uh, Lashley. Essentially, see,
1: like the 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 Ricochet being a part of the Balor and Lashley situation, that's fine. But I, I, I was not thrilled to see Gargano and Champa go over. Um, and I, this is just me. The bar, I, I love the bar because they're two established guys that I've watched for like you know almost ten years now, and for them to job out. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's Sheamus. It's a former world champion, and they
3: went over the revival too, right? And they, they haven't been together
1: ten years. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cesaro and Sheamus yeah. in ten years? Yes. No, yeah. Well, they I mean, been
3: individually they've years. been wrestling. I think for yeah. ten years in say, the, oh, the, oh the
1: bar wasn't on the tag team for ten years. Oh. The bar had classics with Gangrel and <laughs> and, uh, the Brood, <laughs> and the Brood, Corporate Ministry. They, they were t- there.
3: They time traveled and they faced the Rockers too. I heard. <laughs> But yeah, no,
1: and it's yeah, it's like that should be that shouldn't be on a smack. I'm not saying that new talent should not go over. I'm just saying that you should not put them over so quickly when you just don't get a chance to appreciate it. There's no story being told. So yeah, yeah, when they go over, it's like okay, it's awesome that they go over, but what is it to what end? What will this do?
3: Exactly because what what happens when now these four guys go and it's like okay back to our regularly scheduled programming literally you know you got the bar and you got the revival okay so we just had to you know put over two guys from nxt um and uh, you know what do we do now uh okay it kind of it's mm-hmm. like a weird side quest like you know in a video game yeah. sense it's like you know you go off to the side literally and now you come back it's like okay
1: <laughs> um yeah it's very true
3: so it was, a, I believe, a, a an attempt to make things fresh and think outside of the box are the words that allegedly were being thrown around Taco Bell at Raw <laughs> to yeah. make and, things creative.
2: And I, and I read also that a lot of the, the people on the main roster were shocked and very upset that these uh, four guys came up and made their debut hmm. for a very, very crowded roster.
3: And the crowd happened to be dead on Monday too, which was a shame.
1: Oh, so Smackdown yeah. crowd was Monday, a lot better. Yeah. yeah, Monday was awful. The I, crowd was just dead. Oh yeah. You know, it's I love w- WWE we all do, but I hope more like, you know, wrestlers and, and superstars I hope they, you know, call for their release like if they feel like they're not getting what they deserve. Yeah. Cuz think about it, think about being like almost 40 in you know, in WWE, and just getting yourself to the main roster, and then having to like work as like you know our truths straight man. You know, like that's that's not what right. you've been. You've been on the grind for almost ten years. You were on that you know crappy ECW show for for so long, and he looks fresh. He looks young. He'd be perfect like for a United States title shot. Um, and if and then you see someone like Mustafa Ali getting you know the sixth spot in the elimination chamber, although he had you know had it back out, you know, and then you see these four new guys come up. It's just you have to just look at it and say, not nah, fuck this. I'm not gonna. I, I can't.
3: Yeah, because because well, you, you scratch and claw for years, and case you know, in point, when you get to NXT. It's like, all right, great, I got to NXT. Then you know you get called up to the roster. Oh my god, that's great! But then all of a sudden, now you get you get lost in the mix. And then not only do you get lost in the mix, they call up four guys from NXT. It's like, what the hell is going on? I can't
0: win. <laughs> case case in point, Ryder and Hawkins. Yeah, right. Haw, Hawkins has his losing losing streak, and he's at like what two? <laughs>
1: it's like two fifty or something. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he keeps losing and losing. God bless you, Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryder sucks.
1: Like I'm gonna just
0: say it straight out there, he, his gimmick sucks. Kurt Hawkins' gimmick sucks. They they should go and go with A AEW. I think that's a whole,
1: you know. But you at, know, at the same time, they part of me thinks they know their place in the company, and it's probably. I mean, I don't know them personally, um, but they, you know, they get their. They get their paycheck each week, and yeah, that's exactly. it. I mean, listen, I, again, I don't know, like, backstage, I don't want to, like, <laughs> say anything yeah. negative about these guys, but, you know, they have their own podcast, they do their own, like, yeah. action figure unboxing and all that. Like, they have a place in the company, and they just, they know their place in the company. They know they're not going to be world champion next week.
3: Right. I mean, look at Titus O'Neil. He's a great example. I mean, that, that guy hasn't, that guy's hardly wrestled, I think, in the last year yeah. or two, but yet he has a clearly defined role in the company as, as an ambassador for the brand. And he does a lot of really great things out in the community. So in some capacity, you could find someone who finds their niche Mm -hmm. to do something specific. Like David Otunga, I think legitimately works in their legal department. I don't know if that's really true. He does something that's administrative or back office, but he does have a role somewhere. And the point being is that, um, uh, you've sometimes you get lucky and you find your calling within the business outside of being in the ring. And, you know, that's, it's great to see that, but it's gotta be so frustrating. I know we talk about it so many times for, for these guys and girls that are just trying to find their spot on the roster and they can't. Right. Know, for one reason or another.
0: So, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: and, I think a kind of a uh, closed NXT, 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 NXT. Yeah. Instead yeah. of saying NXT, NXT. NXT. yes yeah. That's Ooh. what it felt like. That that's
0: that, that should be our title of the episode. <gasps> oh. Dun dun dun. And so it shall be. <laughs> uh, and I think the the thing that closed out SmackDown was uh Michelle Flair's promo. Yes. Um basically saying that she was gonna get thrown in jail if she violates <laughs> her uh her what do you call it uh you her, mean
1: becky will uh, yeah yeah uh, becky lynch is gonna get thrown in jail <laughs> oh and and sorry not, i just just um one thing that bothered me uh was was speaking of becky lynch uh was triple h's promo at the start of raw when he was going through a list of all the great things of electricity that's happening in the WWE. <laughs> that sounds like uh, like a Robert Loja version <laughs> of no. But then he comes out and he's like, "Yeah, Becky beat the hell out of Charlotte Flair, and you know, it's uh, she might get prosecuted if she does that again." But the fan side of me just loved it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the week before, you were telling you you were saying to Becky how much she's a fraud that that just. Makes no sense, and he was pointing it to the crowd, saying, "It doesn't matter what they want." What the fuck? <laughs> They're all over the place, so, Hunter. What is happening? Why are you saying all these things? And, and like the next week but is me, all gets raised. Meanwhile,
0: McMahon came out and uh, earlier last month saying, "Oh, we're gonna listen to the WWE universe." Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what?
0: It was him, Steph, and Shane O'Mac and Triple H too, I think.
3: Well, I mean. In storyline, yeah, they're doing all this stuff to hold Becky down. I mean, it's 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 a tried and tested uh, formula that has been done so many times. But um, it's one of those things with WWE where they could have 10 different programs going at once. And you would, at any given point, say two of them, maybe three, are really interesting. Everything else is... Eh. That's what it's feeling like Mm -hmm. lately.
0: Yeah, It's
3: like it's hard to like the whole show. And I think they realize that. I think they understand that. I think they've even acknowledged that. Triple H has acknowledged that where, you know, it is a lot of ways a variety show, especially Raw, because it's three hours. So they have to uh, segment it in a lot of ways. Look, the way the product is consumed now these days, they don't really have the motivation to put together a cohesive three-hour show. They know that people go on YouTube and Hulu and WWE.com and they watch clips, segments. That's just how it is. That's the way they're built now, and so we have that power to, you know, click and bounce around as we need to because they make their money in other ways aside from yeah. TV. The
0: WWE Network for only nine ninety nine a month. Nine ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Get your first month free. You have to listen mm-hmm. in to the MTV a Podcast. Um, so yeah, so uh, how do we think, Ronda Rousey, um, Ronda Rousey? How, how do we think uh, Becky Lynch is going to get into this match if her suspension ends after? they Mania. I'm just curious about this.
1: I have in one way or another. And I, actually...
3: I have an idea, but go ahead. You ahead. know what?
1: Now, it's it's funny. You know, we, we say all these things about WWE and how, like, we don't want to see a triple threat match. And now I am open to the idea of Ronda, <laughs> Becky, and Charlotte in a triple threat match. Now I'm open to it. Um, I think she'll get back in, you know, through some type of weird stipulation at Fastlane. Like, you have to wrestle... So-and-so, like Nia Jax, and if you beat her, then you'll get in, uh, knowing that Becky has like a bum leg, and then she, you know, tricks, or I don't know who it will be Nia Jax necessarily, but you know what I mean. Well,
0: since since Becky Lynch is supposed to be the man, quote-unquote, and she's supposed to be the Stone Cold Steve Austin of our our era, or the current era, what if she came out wearing like a a Stone Cold-esque outfit? Yeah. Where she had a leg brace? That'd be funny. She does have the leg yeah, brace right, on her left cool. knee, which yeah. is you know what Austin had for right. so long, which is funny. She wore like cut-off like, cut jeans or something like that. And...
2: Yeah. yeah, she <laughs> should wear really tight jorts.
0: You want to see that, don't you? I am in <laughs> full agreement oh, with that, Chris. Steve Austin
1: used to wear really tight jorts, too. Mm, yeah, he did. And she should. She didn't. She not She shouldn't wear a shirt. She. He barely wore a shirt. It's like yeah. Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just. A, I, I just think Becky should just.
3: <laughs> should just come out in the leather vest. That's it. Just. Oh that's it. Uh-huh.
1: That'd be actually pretty funny if you did that in media. <laughs> Hashtag not me too. My goodness, we're not being very mature. <laughs> oh, uh, so just the vest. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, next next week's episode is gonna be our last it's gonna be it's gonna be the restraining order episode <laughs>
0: yeah but it's been 25 episodes guys 25 glorious episodes let let's Five. do 50 more I don't know what 50 maybe maybe 128 thousand um so oh, on that note thank you everyone for listening as always uh it's always great to hear from you guys even though you don't don't reach out to us Womp womp. But I'm still going to shamelessly plug us. Uh, reach us out on Twitter at Empty Show. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we yeah. don't have Snapchat yet. But I keep talking about it. We're not going to have it because um, we have nothing to snap. <laughs> not, not, um, snap, Instagram. We're Instagram. We're Instagram. If you have any questions or comments, reach us out. Slide
2: into our DMs,
0: folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, reach out to us on uh, Gmail if you have any questions, recipes, book suggestions, movie suggestions. Uh, <laughs>
1: recipes. <laughs> we should make a WWE cookbook. Like, uh, I, think or, or, ha- I think they have. Actually. Yeah, like, a, did have one. reading a ago, empty arena yeah. cookbook, like, Nikki's so, matzo balls.
0: So that that'll be that'll be on uh, next week's episode. Our favorite recipes. No, won't. Um, so maybe in honor of our twenty fifth uh, anniversary episode, uh, perhaps next week we should do a special edition of
1: three MB. Yeah, not three man band, three minute booking. Yeah, um, next week we'll, we'll. Next week we'll also have our fast lane uh, preview, and because we're already on the fast lane to. WrestleMania. One well, of the Fastlane's WrestleMania. I see what you did there. <laughs> WrestleMania. Um, so, um,
0: on that note, good night, guys. And we will hear from you next week. Later.
1: Later.